Om Jnana Timmanandasya Gnanana Salakaya Shakshuram Minitam Nina Tasmai Sri Gurave Jai Jai Sri Chachanya Jai Nichananda Jai Adrita Channa Jai Gora Bhakta Vinda 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 Jai Jai Sri Chachanya Jai Nichananda Jaya Dita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Welcome We are back at the Chaitanya Charitamrita And Srila Prabhupada was crossing the Atlantic Ocean on the, on the Jala Dutta. Um, he was maintaining a diary. And in that diary, he wrote that my only solace is the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. So our only solace is the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita as well, because it is the mercy of Chaitanya that element to every situation that is available though we are not qualified even although we are not great yogis great meditators great chanters even although spiritually we're not great at all um, even although personal weakness Immersive Lord Chaitanya. of the age of Kali. Namatayo Mandavagya, slow uh slow in fortune, good fortune, um, lazy, and above all, ways agile the influence of Kali. So much more. And dedicated to the age of Kali, and um, and we'll talk about that a little later. Amrita, the Kali Yuga is is the background. Oh, one second, just in the in a little yeah. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Kali Yuga is the background, and. Um, and Lord Chaitanya's activities are very, very transcendental. Um, um, the um, Chaitanya Chandadoinatak is addressing uh, something about the age of Kali, and I'd like to uh, begin with reading that. Ah. Just to refresh your memory, the Chaitanya Chandra Doi Natak is a play. It is written by Kavi Karnapur. It's quite an extensive play, and it is a, a play 
which is writing about Lord Chaitanya and it begins to um, write quite early in the first chapter, uh, in the first act, about an exchange between Kali and Adharma. And that's where I want to begin now. So in the beginning of the play, there are two personalities. And one is uh, Ipariparsvika. The Pariparsvika is the one who is inquiring. He's asking questions. And then there's the Shutadar, who is the, uh, he's the master of ceremonies. He is controlling what is to be heard. And as such, he is introducing the play. So here I'll begin. This, the philosophy of Sri Krishna Chaitanya, defeats all other philosophies. The pious and wise agree with him. His incarnation has made the Kali Yuga auspicious. Pariparsvika, the inquirer. How can that be? Scripture, Srimad Bhagavatam 12343 says, O King, in Kali Yuga, most of the people, their hearts broken with offenses, will not worship the infallible Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the master of all the worlds, and before whose lotus feet the demigods that control the three worlds bow. In this way, the Shruti Shastra refutes your opinion, Shutadar. That describes previous Kali Yugas, before Sri Krishna Chaitanya descended to this world. Scripture also says, Srimad Bhagavatam 9.24.61, In this age of Kali, the Lord, out of special mercy to his devotees, will dispel the unhappiness of those born in this fallen age by propagating the hearing and chanting of his own glories. Scripture again says, Srimad Bhagavatam 11.538, O King, in Kali Yuga, many people will become devotees of Lord Narayan. The people in Satya Yuga and other Yugas yearn for birth in, in Kali Yuga. These and other statesmen Describing the appearance of Lord Chaitanya, refute your words. Pariparsvika. Why does Kali Yuga not overcome the devotees? Sutadar. The waning moon may decrease day by day, but how is it possible for wicked Kali Yuga to overcome they who've taken shelter of Lord Vishnu's lotus feet? A voice from behind the scenes. Who are you? to insult me with the word wicked and compare me to the moon. Sutadar, carefully looking. Gentle one, as we speak of him, proud-hearted, merciless Kali is coming with his dear friend in religion. Let's leave. They exit. End of the introduction. Attended by irreligion, Kali enters. Kali, friend irreligion, the playwright spoke the truth. Irreligion, what was that? Kali, he said the waning moon may decrease day by day, but how is it possible for wicked Kali Yuga to overcome they who have taken shelter of Lord Vishnu's feet? Irreligion, 
friend, king of Kaliuga, this wretch insulted you by calling you wicked. Oh, sinful wretch, playwright. Listen, you've insulted Kali, who uprooted the monarch religion and his soldiers' purity, good conduct, austerity, tolerance, equanimity, self-control, discrimination, and other virtue, who blinded religion's friends that purify others with a glance, and who has me as his obedient servant. Stand, sinner, stand, stand. You must say where religion is, there is Krishna. And where Krishna is, there's victory. But when there's no religion, where is Krishna? Who alone can destroy Kali? Kali, friend, don't criticize the playwright. Consider this. Friend, my time is now past. A boy has taken my power away. Just as a poison herb uh, destroyed the great serpent Taksak. Irreligion, king of the yuga who is this boy is he a wretched murderer has he killed the entire entire earth kali neither he's not to be feared note the religion interpreted the word kumaraka boy in the previous text to mean either wretched murderer kusita marika kumaraka or killer of the earth ku earth and maraka killer kali Born in Navadvip as the son of Sachi Devi and Jagannath Mishra Puranda, this boy has cut my work into pieces. Irreligion, laughing. Oh, king of the Yuga, out of fear of the splendor of the ferocious son of your powerful arms, the bull of religion, who has only one leg left, is now silent as an owl hiding in a mountain cave. Your feet are served by many servants like myself. How has your mind become... So bewildered that you fear a Brahmana boy. Kali, friend, he's not just a Brahmana boy. He is a boy that is the master of all the demigods, purifying the world and placing in its heart the nectar, teachings of devotion to Lord Hari, playing as a boy and splendid as a golden lotus. Lord Hari is incarnated in a Brahmana's home. By taking birth during an eclipse of the full moon, he tricked the people of the world to chant Lord Hari's name at his birth. Note, to counteract the inauspiciousness of the lunar Egypt, the people of India chanted Lord Hari's holy name. Irreligion, you are bewildered. It is like the Kakatanya Nyaya. It is only a coincidence, although you think it's not. Listen, oh listen. Note, the Kakatanya Nyaya is the example of a crow landing on the branch of a tall tree. The moment the crow lands on the branch, a fruit from the higher branch falls and hits him on the head. One may think the birds landing on the branch caused the fruit to fall, but that's not so. The two actions are not related. It's only a coincidence. You are very powerful. You have many strong helpers. What is this new sprout of a Brahmana boy in comparison to you, whose roots are so old and firm? How did you become so bewildered to fear this boy? Kali. Friend, hear the truth. Time, place, age, and family have no meaning to him. He has come to this world of his own accord, like a newly rising sun. He removes the blinding darkness. He's not without helpers. Before himself came, he sent his dear associates to the earth. Advaita Charya 
is the incarnation of Lord Shiva. Nichananda Avaduta is glorious Lord Sankarsan. Shiva is the tilak mark of the Brahmanas, who is accompanied by Sri Kanta, Sri Pati, and Sri Ram, is the incarnation of Narada Muni. Acharya Ratna, Haridas, Murari, Gangadas, Gadarda Pandit, Vijaniri, Vasudev, Sarbhoma Bhattacharya, Mukunda, Vakreshra, Nishringa, Sukhlamba, Damodar, Shankar, Jagannanda, and many others, reservoirs of love, expert at tasting the nectar, dancers of many kinds of pastimes, and friends of the Lord since childhood have come to earth to save the world. Irreligion. What is the proof that he is God? Kali. Friend, because he's full of bliss, the Supreme Personality of God attracts everyone's heart. That is his extraordinary nature, supremely, supremely blissful. He can make the living entities also blissful, just as a wealthy person can make someone else wealthy also. This boy fills everyone's heart with wonder. That is the sign of the Supreme Personality of God. Even in his childhood, his virtues, beginning with profound thoughtfulness, peacefulness, perfect memory, intelligence, happiness, wisdom, sweetness, and love, attract everyone with this proof who will not accept that he's Lord Vishnu. Irreligion. He's not the only one. Some people are extraordinary. Kali. No, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 10.42, know that all beautiful, glorious, and mighty creations spring but from a spark of my splendor. According to the Lord's own words, the presence of millions of great qualities and others only proves his greatness. We, ourselves, are proof, for we do not fear any conditioned soul. So, irreligion, king of the yuga, king of the yuga, I hear he's married. Kali, Sorry, I, I just uh, tell my own line. Okay, one almost, huh? Yes. Thank you. Great. So let give that person also the opportunity to partake. Um, so where was I? Uh, a religion. King of the Yuga. I hear he's married. Kali, when the Supreme Personality of Godhead descends to the material world, his potency, beautiful Goddess Lakshmi, also descends, imitating the pastimes of ordinary men. He accepted her, stayed with her for some days, and then sent her far from the eyes of this world. She also has a human-like form. Scripture says, when the Supreme Personality of Godhead assumes a demigod form, Goddess Lakshmi assumes a demigod form, and when the Lord assumes a human-like form, she assumes a human-like form. He will marry beautiful Vishnupriya, the partial incarnation of Budevi, and then teaching the importance of renunciation. While still young, he will leave her. His elder brother, Vishwarup, as Lord Sankarsan, descended to this world. Not marrying, Vishwarup accepted sannyas, gave his personal powers to Ishwarapuri, and disappeared. Irreligion. 
thinking for a moment, he says to himself, this is a great calamity. With great cleverness, I should be able to dissuade him. But now my heart is withered, my limbs are weary, my senses are in disarray, my memory is broken, and my determination is shaken. For this calamity, there's no cause other than the holy name of the Lord. Kali, friend, know, know that I've seen it myself. Irreligion, friend, there is a way to defeat him, save us from his fortune and make us happy. Kali, friend, what is that? Irreligion, friend, nothing is impossible for lust and your other generals. The strength of their arms has placed the entire world under your umbrella. Now that they've conquered all directions, they have returned. Each having conquered a different direction, they've removed all thorns of opposition to your rule. And now all doubt shaken away, they will return, O Lord, to your feet. Let us use them all at once to defeat him. I will describe their prowess. The God of lust is famous for conquering the three worlds by the strength of his arm. Brahma approached his own daughter and Shiva ran after Mohini. Uh, what are other tiny people? They're like the pet kittens of women. Kali, friend, you don't know his power. The god of lust was himself defeated when he tried to conquer Lord Narayan. No conditioned soul has the power to bewilder Lord Hari. I sent my generals to conquer him and they promised as soon as his childhood was over, they would, but it was not possible. In the pride of his youth, he left his young wife, splendid, as goddess Lakshmi, and protecting his own religious teachings, went to Gaya and performed the funeral rites for his father. Thus he accepted as his guru Iswarapui, who by fate had come there. Shri Chaitanya, the master of all self-controlled yogis, then accepted the ten-syllable mantra from his guru, who had learned it from Madhavandapuri. Then he returned home. Now in the company of his dear friends, headed by Srivas, Ram, and Haridas, by singing, dancing, acting in religious praise and, and crying, he plunges the three worlds in oceans of bliss. How can the god of lust even approach him in religion? Friend, don't talk in that way. They who by practicing very terrible austerities, following vows, controlling the mind and senses, and meditating in yogic trance, wisely sped out, even in the post of Brahma, the opulences of this world, and easily conquered the unconquerable enemies, headed by the god of lust, fell from the slight touch of anger. How will he defeat anger? Got it, friend. What can pathetic anger do? The two impious, miser Brahmana brothers named Jagana, Jagai, and Madhava Madai, whose hearts burned with the five great sin, who troubled everyone, who stole from others, who beat the drums of lies, and whose hearts became more polluted day by day, he was kind, called for them, and when they were brought before him, said, You are both poisoned by many sins. Please give me all the sins you have committed. And as stunned with wonder, they said, We give them to you, and poured water from their hands. And as they both became effulgent, trembled, wept, with bodily hair standing erect, became plunged in the waters of bliss, and with throats choked with emotion, chanted, Krishna, Krishna. And as by engaging in eternal devotional service, their lust and other vices left them, and they now walked on the path of the great devotees. And as everyone that saw this became filled 
with bliss, free of all doubts, and motionless as a painting picture. Picture. He, Lord Chaitanya, attracted and charmed them all. With a sidelong glance, he lightens all sins and tears apart lust and other vices in the hearts of others. How can he be overcome with anger? Behind the scene is a blissful tumult. Kali, listening, friend, listen. I hear tumultuous sound of bliss from Srivas's house. I can guess there are limitedly glorious pastimes that fill the heart with wonder. Behind the scenes are sounds of various musical instruments and sounds of Ulu. Kali, careful looking. Your guess is true. It is as if I can see it. Look, the blissful calls of the Brahmanas, young wives, the sounds of Jai, Jai, the playing of many instruments, and the unrestrained conchals and bells are a great festival, like a flood of nectar. I must get a closer look. He does that. A voice from behind the scene. Ram, quickly, bring the Argya and other things. Sripati, quickly, bring 108 excellent new jars. Sri Kanta from every direction, have the Brahmana and good women bring water from the Ganges. Kali, friend, I see Srivas giving duties to his brothers. I think the great Abhishek festival of ecstatic Lord Vishwamradev, who is now revealing that he is the supreme, has begun. A religion, if he is the independent supreme personality of Godhead, then why is he overcome with ecstasy? Kali, friend, listen. Although he's always the supreme personality of Godhead, because he is supremely independent, he doesn't always reveal his identity to others. But by his own wish, he sometimes performs actions that seem material. The wise call these his sweet pastimes. Again, looking behind the scene, friend, look, look, in Srivas Brahmana's home, which has become like Ilavritavarsa, splendid with Waves of lights from the rising sun on the peak of Golden Mount Meru. He, Lord Chaitanya, as a madman, overcome with bliss, and as the splendor of sudden lightning enters the deity room, ascends the throne of the Shaligram Shila and other deities, pushes them aside, sits down and is surrounded by all the devotees as they hastily run to and fro, expertly bringing articles of worship, shedding tears, the hairs of their bodies erect and their hearts pure from defeating the enemy that is Matilda's honor. Again, a voice from behind the scene. Ram, bring pure fragrant water. Mukunda, arrange the paraphernalia for the bathing ceremony. Katara, bring the clothing, garlands, ornaments, and other things. Kali, looking behind the scenes in every direction. Friend, look, look. Carrying auspicious jars in their hands. The women come and go. They go from the town to the Ganges and from the Ganges shore to the town. In their words are his pastimes. In their eyes, tears. On their bodies, trembling on their braids looseness, and on their cheek hairs erect in ecstasy. This is very wonderful, your religion. It is said that loosened braids are a symptom of lust. Whenever doe-eyed women walk, dare Kamadev conquers. Can a general conquer alone without a conquering army? Kali, loosened braids. Agitate men and women whose hearts are filled with lust, but they do not agitate they who are free of material desires. 
from behind the scenes tumultuous sweet sound of the Purushasit Sukta prayers. Kali looking, ah, wonderful. Uh, as water continually falling from Brahma's Kamandalu, or the swiftly flowing heavenly Ganges, on an always flooded Mount Sumeru, each Abhishek water flowing from Lord Garanga's body floods the four directions of the world. Before the lotus feet of Sri Vishwambar, whose now bathed, his body dried with a towel, splendidly dressed in clean garments. With great happiness, anointed and decorated by some devotees. So, Kali is realizing that he is defeated. A religion is still hoping in, in different ways. Irreligion is still hoping in different ways to uh, to corrupt Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, but not understanding his transcendental position. So this is the case. Uh, this is the case that the presence of Lord Chaitanya will destroy the power and the influence of the age of Kali. Uh, also, it was interesting how in the beginning there were some references from Bhagavatam about age of Kali and how age of Kali uh, was an age of corruption and so on. And how uh, it was pointed out those descriptions refer to other ages of Kali in previous yuga. In this age, there is that special mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, in other discussions, I have also mentioned um, quite often, because I like it, that Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur describes that uh, that Kali Yuga is the black background for the jewel of the age of Kali, makes the jewel look more beautiful. So. Therefore, sometimes, even in the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya, the, uh, the, the age of Kali may present an extra dark fe uh, feature. Um, so, we are now, according to the, the, in the Vishnu Purana, there is a, um, a description of the Kali Yuga, and it is explained that first, there is the Sandhya, and that that Sandhya period is the joint period uh, between the previous Yuga and the Kali Yuga, and that then uh, gradually things are setting in. So the Sankirtan movement of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is actually taking place in the Sandhya, and it's also in its beginning stages. Uh, the Sankirtan movement, Srila Bhaktivinoda uh, yeah, Thakur in Jaiva Dharma describes is like a lotus that is gradually opening. Uh, 
that image of the lotus gradually opening is a very important image. It is the image that gradually the influence of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement is, is becoming more and more felt and is becoming more and more overt. Um, of course, just here in this narration on uh, in the play, the Chaitanya Chanadoy Natak, is just beginning. Uh, just Lord Chaitanya is just beginning to manifest his, uh, his transcendental uh, Leela. He is beginning to uh, to emerge now as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Um, and with that, he's coming towards the end of the Adi, Adi Lila of the, or of the early childhood pastimes that he's coming very soon to his sannyas pastimes where he is openly preaching Krishna consciousness and living in the association of his devotees. And of course, then uh, we're going to see more and more ecstasy in uh, in 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 uh, in Lord Chaitanya. Yeah. So let's read a little bit more about the influence of Kali. Mm. Um. Just a moment, come on. Back to God and go here. Srimad Bhagavatam 12 and then chapter 2. So beginning with 12th canto, chapter 2. Sukadev Goswami said, Then, O King, religion, truthfulness, cleanliness, tolerance, mercy, duration of life, physical strength, and memory will all diminish day by day because of the powerful influence of Kali Yuga. Uh, so, religion, truthfulness, cleanliness, tolerance, mercy, duration of life, physical strength, and memory. All these will go because of the age of Kali. In Kali Yuga, wealth alone will be considered the sign of a man's good birth, proper behavior and fine qualities, and law and justice will be applied only on the basis of one's power. Men and women will live together merely because of superficial attraction, and success in business will depend on deceit. Women, womanliness and manliness will be judged according to one's expertise in sex, and a man will be known as a brahmana just by his wearing a thread. A person's spiritual position will be asserted merely according to external symbols, and on that same basis people will change from one spiritual order to the next. A person's propriety will be seriously questioned if he does not earn a good living, and who is very clever at juggling a person will be judged unholy if he does not have money, and hypocrisy will be accepted as virtue. Marriage will be arranged simply by verbal agreement, and a person will think he's fit to appear in public 
if he's merely taken a bath. A sacred place will be taken to consist of no more than a reservoir of water located at a distance, and beauty will be taught to depend on one's hairstyle. Filling the belly will become the goal of life, and one who is audacious will be, great, will be accepted as truthful. He who can maintain a family will be regarded as an expert man, and the principles of religion will be observed only for the sake of reputation. As the earth thus becomes crowded with a corrupt population, whoever among any of the social classes shows himself to be the strongest will gain political power. Losing their wives and prop properties to such avaricious and merciless rulers who will behave no better than ordinary thieves, the citizens will flee to the mountains and forest. Harassed by famine and excessive taxes, people will resort to eating leaves, roots, flesh, wild honey, fruits, flowers, and seeds. Struck by drought, they will become completely ruined. The citizens will suffer greatly from cold, wind, heat, and rain, and snow. They will be further tormented by quarrels, hunger, thirst, disease, and severe anxiety. The maximum duration of life for human beings in Kali Yuga will become 50 years. By the time the age of Kali ends, the body of all creatures will be greatly reduced in size and the religious principles of followers of Varna Ashram will be ruined. The positive Vedas will be completely forgotten in human society and so-called religion will be mostly atheistic. The the kings will be mostly thieves. The occupations of men will be stealing, lying, and needless violence. And all the social classes will be reduced to the lowest level of sudras. Cows will be like goats. Spiritual hermitages will be no, no different from mundane houses and family. Ties will extend no further than the immediate bonds of marriage. Most plants and herbs will be tiny. Old trees will appear like dwarf shami trees. Clouds will be full of lightning. Homes will be devoid of piety and all human beings will have become like asses. At that time, the Supreme Personality of Godhead will appear on the earth, acting with the power of pure spiritual goodness. He will rescue eternal religion. Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the spiritual master of all moving and non-moving living beings, and the Supreme Soul of all takes birth to protect the principles of religion and to relieve his saintly devotees from the reaction of material world. Mm. And then they speak about Lord Kalki's appearance. Mm. Uh, so, that was a whole list of, uh, of quite some uh, symptoms of, uh, of corruption. Um, it makes me think for a moment about uh, the Protestant Reformation, which is interesting because um, Luther, Luther was revolting against the corruption in the Catholic Church. He saw that they were basically uh, just collecting money from people. And that for every every sin uh, there was some path of redemption you could say this and this prayer 
give a donation and get a little bit uh, of uh, from the cloth of a great or the last cloth Jesus wore or some other other uh, item uh, and in this way people were just paying and paying and paying uh, that was the uh, yeah that was the thing so Luther revolted against it Luther uh, really stood up against this corruption, posted his uh, his 50, 95 theses on the uh, on the door of the church in Wittenberg, and then what happened was that yes, Luther himself became caught up in a in a complicated situation in a fight with the church and and so on, and ultimately Luther gave up his vows as an unordained monk and ultimately Luther married and a nun and ultimately Luther um, developed a philosophy that the corruption was not only in the church but the corruption was also in the individual and that the corruption was also within him and therefore that in this age we especially depend on grace. That's interesting because um, he posted these uh, his theses on the door of the uh, of the church in Wittenberg in 1516. Uh, C.J. Tanya Mahaprabhu took sannyas in 1510, and in 1516 he. Uh, he was just at the end of his tour around South India and had been um, widely preaching Krishna consciousness. So just just to see what was going on at the same time. And uh, so this philosophy of grace, uh, the um, Vedic literature also is quite, uh, quite rigid. Um, and I'd like to present a metaphor to you. And the metaphor is this, that there is a mountain, the mountain of Vedic injunctions. This mountain is situated in the ocean of mercy of Lord Chaitanya. The waves of the ocean of mercy uh, of Lord Chaitanya are washing onto the beach and that beach uh, as the waves roll onto the beach the waves roll to their furthest point and then roll back and each wave leaving a watermark a water line on the beach in this way the waves of lord chaitanya incessantly of his mercy ocean incessantly wash onto the shore of the of the Vedic principles and there they and there sometimes the mercy of super of, of Lord Chaitanya supersedes the Vedic injunctions now by the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu even those who are not perfectly adhering to Vedic injunctions 
can still attain perfection because now waves of mercy are washing onto the shores and submerging the Vedic principles. Then on that ocean, on that ocean of Lord Chaitanya's mercy, there is a very powerful wave. And that very powerful wave washes onto the beach and extends further than any other wave before onto that beach. And that wave is the Prabhupada wave. And that wave leads a, leaves a water line on. And that watermark on the beach now is even f extending further. And so the grace is reaching those who are not qualified to somehow or other yeah, uh, to somehow or other um, still attain perfection. Uh, so here we are with all our bad qualities and in this way, somehow or other, uh, there is so much hope, so much hope right, in all of this. That is the point. Now that Lord Chaitanya is there, our hope is reawakened. It can be done. We also, we also, otherwise, otherwise, who are we to be saints? Uh -huh. Yes. Yes. Looking at a world, looking at a world of corruption and seeing how horrible, how horrible this world of corruption uh, all around us, how horrible we have, we have, we have seen. We have seen the horror of corrupt governments, of, of ruthless business people. We have seen how this cold-hearted, ruthless, calculated uh, mentality has destroyed the lives of people. I have seen uh, people who were just fired, fired by their, by their employers without considering what it would do to their lives. Where is compassion gone in this age of Kali? Uh, but then, uh, then, as we saw all the corruption around us, we also saw the corruption in ourselves. And then, huh, then what can we do? Then what can we do uh, other than just be victimized by Kali ourselves. And so we find, found ourselves in a position where we never wanted to be, but we couldn't help it due to personal weakness, due to our own, own corruption, caught up in our own network of lies, caught up in our own fallen sinful habits. Uh, and in this way, somehow or other, uh, now, now even we who have no qualification can also, also suddenly uh, attain the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Now I want to go back to the Chaitanya Chandradoy Natak for a moment. Oops, uh, sorry. Mm -hmm. I have to move it forward a little. 
So I'm going to the next chapter. So in the first chapter, it continued with a great Abhishek of Lord Chaitanya. And now, and we're seeing the glory of Lord Chaitanya coming forward. And, and, and how Kali is actually defeated. Um, now in the second chapter. Act two. Renunciation enters. Renunciation. Materialists. Alas, alas, there is no cleanliness, no truth, no control of mind or senses, no self-restraint, no peacefulness, no tolerance, no friendship and no mercy. Were my sincere loving friends uprooted by the people of Kali Yuga? Are they now living in hiding? It's very nice how, uh, how Kavi Karnapur is making all these qualities into personalities. And now they're all speaking. So renunciation is speaking. Could they have found a place Kali doesn't know? No, because there is no place like that. The Brahmanas are interested only in their sixth duty, accepting charity. A sacred thread is the only sign of their, their status. The Kshatriyas are so in name only. The Vaishyas are like atheists. The Sudras think themselves great scholars and are eager to become gurus and teach the truth of religion. Alas, alas, Kali has turned the caste into this. The Brahmacharis are so only because they cannot marry. The Grihastas are interested only in filling the bellies of their wives and children. Those Vanaprastas are so only in the name Vanaprastha, traveling on the path of the ears. The sannyasis are different from the others, only in closing. He walks a few steps. Ah, here are good people. The brahmanas here shine with great splendor. Ah, are they sincere or only pretenders? He watches for a long time. Ah, almost from their very birth again and again, saying, designation, social class, logical inference, universal principle, and a host of words like them, staying away, staying far away from talk of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and thinking, whoever is most expert at logic is the wisest. These logicists think their speculations are the only scripture. What is the use of talking with them? I'll go somewhere else. He walks a certain distance. Ah, they look like sinless men doing some good work. Let me look at them. He does that. Ah, they're Maya bodies. Saying the Supreme is the only eternity without qualities, without designations, beyond thought and without actions. And saying I'm Brahman, alas, alas, hating the personality of God, its form, denying the Lord's inconceivable potencies and qualities, even though glorified in Shruti, they shun love for the Supreme Person. Obeys us to you. He leaves them. Goes to another place and looks around. Ah, oh, they are debating. Let us see what is their philosophy. He observes them. Ah, learn it in the theories of Kapila, Kanada, Patanjali, and Jaimini. They're, they're debating. Not one of them knows the truth of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. I will go. Again, he walks a few steps. I will go south. 
They are Jains, Buddhists, and naked yogis, ferocious atheists. They are Shaivites and ghosts about to kill me. I'll run for shelter. He runs a distance and then sees something. Ah, this must be a holy man, because cheerfully sitting on a great rock by the riverbank, untroubled, he seems to be passing his time meditating on something beyond the modes of nature. I will observe him. He does that. Ah, sitting in a yoga posture by the riverbank, his eyes closed and expertly stopping with the tip of his tongue, the nectar moonlight flowing from within his forehead. He meditates. Ah, I know. It's the tinkling conch ornaments of a young girl fetching water. He's only staging a play to fill his stomach. He goes to another place and looks around. Ah, this looks like a renowned soul. He must be a pilgrim coming from the holy places. He talks with a traveler met by chance on the road by his words. I know, I will know what is in his heart. He listens and then repeats the word. Although I went to Haridwar, Gaya, Prayag, Mathura, Benares, Pushkar, Sviranga, Yoja, Badrikashram, Setubanda, Prabhas, and many other places, three or four times over in the past year, what would persons like us accomplish, even in hundreds of years like this? After repeating those words, good, are good. Kali has driven him away. Truth hides within you. I will go. He does that and looks around. This must be a genuine ascetic. I will observe, he does that. Ah, ah, he's a demon, calling out whom, whom, in a sharp and bitter voice, keeping the crowd away with a cruel stare, lifting his feet high as he walks with long stride, his forehead, arms, neck, stomach, and chest smeared with clay, and grasping kusa grass in his hands. He's like pride personified. What arrogance. This is strange. Without pure devotional service to Lord Vishnu, Expert meditation, samadhi, faith, scripture, study, good works, japa and austerities are like an actor's expert playing on a stage. There are only different ways to fill an empty belly. Oh, Kali, well done, well done. You brought the entire earth under your, ro under your rule. You drove away control of the mind, control of the senses, and all other virtues. You captured them and made them your slaves, working for your own profit. You uprooted the tree of religion, which has friendship and other virtuous as branches. In this situation, what can I do? Hmm. So, we can see here how Kavi Karnapur is sketching, uh, sketching the age of Kali. And uh, very graphically describing the corruption in some in so-called practitioners of religion and how they are all uh, all pursuing it for external purposes and all pursuing the wrong thing, uh, proud renunciants, Mayavadis. Buddhist, Jain, ghost worshippers, everything is describing and, and the total confusion in the spiritual marketplace. Um, where we look here, left and there, and, and, and a path. Um, then, um, Kavikarnapur is also 
pointing out the weakness in the in the ashrams, um, how the sannyasis are only different by their cloth, how the brahmacharis are only so because they can't get it together to get married, um, how the grihastas are just working for to supply the material needs of their family, and how the vanaprastas, if there's anything like it, are only uh, so in name, but are not actually following any any process of austerity and renunciation. So, in this way. Mm. So, a divine voice is heard. Renunciation turns his ear to the sky and says, what do you say? What do you say? Wherever devotional service is present, there you will see your friend, he, your friends. He thinks for a moment, our devotional service is still alive somewhere. Again, he turns to the sky. What do you say? Glory is the crown of holy places, Kodadesh, where in the city of Navadvip, the Supreme Personality of God it appeared in a splendid form, gold of gold and devotional service appeared in every home. Happily, ah, ah. Why do the people not see her? I will go there. He takes a few steps. Devotional service enters. Devotional service looking at, ah, who's this? His mind is tortured by many troubles. His face is withered by the loss of all auspiciousness. I don't recognize him. As he gazes at me, he's lifted beyond the material world. Now free of all suffering, he approaches. Ah, my brother renunciation could not come to me in this happy, opulent situation. He was tortured so much by Kali's man. I don't know if he's alive or not. Renunciation looking, this is devotional service. She delights the heart, purifies the senses, makes liberation. Why to speak of economic development and sense education insignificant and plunging the living entities into oceans of bliss and once fulfills their desires. I will go to her. He approaches. Goddess, I'm renunciation. I offer my respectful obeisances. Devotional service with compassion. Brother, you are alive. You are the life breath of the self-controlled. Come, come. She touches him with her hand. Renunciation, bowing at her feet. Goddess, tell me, how is it you were not defeated by Kali as with truthfulness and all the others? Devotional service. Renunciation, you don't know. Listen, for our sake. The merciful Supreme Personality of Godhead has descended as Sri Gorachandra, whose pastimes it is to break the bonds of repeated birth and death. Uh, isn't this far out, this Chaitanya Chandradoy Natak? Isn't this an amazing play? It is described in the Chaitanya Charitamrita as an authorized biography. The authorized biography uh, of Kavikarnapur. It is not a play. It is actually the description of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and what is going on. And, and as we can see, it is, it is nectar. It is, uh, it is clear. It is crystal clear. It cuts to clouds of confusion, clouds of illusion that affect us due to living in this, in this world of insanity. Huh? It is just, and it begins to, to show 
how in the association of devotional service all the good qualities again are becoming restored. Hmm? So this is how uh, we become transformed, just like renunciation looked totally, uh, totally undernourished, totally, uh, practically unrecognizable to devotional service. But then in the association of devotional service, it is like coming home and renunciation will again uh, regain its original, uh, original strength and, and blossom. And in the same way, we will regain our original strength and blossom. We will regain all the qualities of, of Vaishnavas and shake of Kali Yuga. And so we're reading Chaitanya Charitamrita, return to Chaitanya Charitamrita, where the ecstatic pastimes of Lord Chaitanya and his transcendental associates are described, where there's Srivas and where there's Gadadhar, where there is Swarup Damodar. Uh, Srivas, who is, is a householder and who just puts Krishna before anything and who is just totally absorbed in the service of the Lord. There is no question of weighing interest. So much for Krishna, so much for me. No. He is just simply dedicating everything, everything, everything to, to the Supreme Lord. The daughter, uh, it is in the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Uh, now we go again to another biography. In the Chaitanya Bhagavat, in the Madhya Lila, chapter 1, it is described how Lord Chaitanya is returning from Gaya. And then he comes in the house of Suklamba Brahmachari. And he's there with a few devotees. Gadadhar is also in the house and Gadadhar is hiding. Then Lord Chaitanya is beginning to show symptoms of the greatest ecstasy. He is just speaking to the devotees about his overwhelming uh, sadness that he said that he had the Lord and that the Lord disappeared. And he's looking everywhere for the Lord. And where is the Lord? And in, in separation, he grabs one of the columns in the house of, of Suklamba. And he just takes this column with so much force that the entire column collapses. And everyone is just swept up in that strong mood of separation. And then next, in the room next door, Gadadhar faints. And then Lord Chaitanya says, who is there? Who is there? And say, they go there and they find out, and it's Gadadhar, and they bring Gadadhar, and Gadadhar comes back to his senses. And then they speak, and then Lord Chaitanya says, oh, Gadadhar, Gadadhar, you, you were always, always from the beginning, focused on the Supreme Lord. You are most fortunate. I wasted so much time in the pursuit of mundane knowledge and mon and." and mundane wrangling and debating and argument. But you, you were all alone from the beginning, absorbed in, in Krishna. So in this way, the associates of Lord Chaitanya, they are just amazing personalities. Advaita Acharya, ah, roaring so loudly, dancing at his advanced age, it doesn't matter, doesn't, Haridas, 
who is also old. They are the dancers. They are in ecstasy while the kirtan in, is carrying on. Um, all these associates of Lord Chaitanya's Sarup Damodar, who is so deep and so complete in his understanding of tattva and that no one can bewilder him and who is the teacher of all. Rupa Goswami, who understood the, the heart of Lord Chaitanya. Sanatan Goswami, who is, is so humble and so renounced. He just, he walks over the path of, on, on the beach, along the beach, to avoid touching the pujaris. And he doesn't go over the main road. He burns his feet. Oh, uh, and Lord Chaitanya instructs him. And after the instructions are given, Sanatana Goswami was very intelligent. After hearing all the instructions of the Lord, the Lord asked him if he has any questions. And Sanatana's question is, Oh my Lord, my Lord, please grant me this. May all these instructions be manifest within my heart. And in this way, the associates of Lord Chaitanya they purify us. They purify us at every moment. Every moment we associate with them through these scriptures. Therefore, yes, yes, let us plunge into the ocean of the Chaitanya Charitamrita and of the and support it by the other biographies about Lord Chaitanya. Let us plunge in this ocean of Mahaprabhu's pastimes and, and we'll just become inundated, inundated with transcendental bliss. Uh, let us go forward. Dear devotees, again, I've used up the time today. I didn't leave any time for discussion uh, what to do some other time we'll carry on with that so i thank you for being with us and let us assemble again and again to discuss this pure and transcendental chaitanya charitamrita which is so much what we are part of so that we can appreciate appreciate what is really going on Hare Krishna.